today I would like to talk about um, being in Christ. Um, how to know if you are in Christ. What are the ways a lot of people would get saved, you know, and they would go, well, how do I know I'm saved? Well, there's many ways you can know that you're saved. First of all, if you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior and you have confessed your sins to him, then you are saved. Now, I just would like to go to the Bible in uh, John chapter 3, starting at uh, the third verse, and kind of just read um, what Christ has to say about being saved and um, walking um, and living your life um, in his name. Okay, so we don't want to go by what man says uh, deems you as being saved. As you know, man can make up a lot of things and, you know, have their have its own his his or her own opinion about what it truly means to be saved. And we're not looking for religious, um, uh, religious condemning type beliefs um, or self-righteous beliefs. We're looking for the true meaning of being saved right from the mouth of the Savior himself, Christ Jesus. So we're going to go to John 2, 17. Uh, uh, in the third chapter, starting with the third verse. And we're going to read all the way unto the 21st verse. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus answered and said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered and said to him, Are you the teacher of Israel, and do you know these things? Most assuredly, I say to you, we speak what we know and testify what we have seen. You do not receive our witness. If I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, how will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended to heaven, but he who came down from heaven, that is the son of man who is in heaven. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the son of man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. <clears throat> and this is the condemnation that the light has come into the world and men loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light 
lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light, that his deeds may be clearly seen that they have been done in God. So to break that down a little bit and to unpack it just a little, a little bit is so if you are living in sin or you know that you're living in a way that is contrary to the will of God that what of what this says right here in the Bible then you're not of God that's one way to know you're not saved if you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior and you're not um, living for him then you know you're not saved now if you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior there is steps uh, more steps that you take to be reborn which is the baptism the baptism of the Holy Spirit And so um, in that, all of that in one uh, makes you one with Christ. Um, For everyone participating in evil, uh, the light does not come to the light. I mean, um, for everyone practicing evil, hates the light and does not come to the light is what I'm trying to say. So therefore, if you know you're not, uh, you haven't uh, confessed Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you've never been baptized, you're not saved. If you know you've confessed with your mouth that you believe on Christ and that you are um, either planning to be baptized or you have been baptized, then you're on the right road. You're on the right track if you're a new believer. But however the case, it says right here that you are to believe. It's when you believe in something that you cannot see. Um, When you believe in the spirit of God, as we all do today, because Jesus has long ascended into heaven. And so unlike the disciples, we don't have him down here with us right before our eyes. We have to believe because those who believe without seeing is even more blessed than those who uh, saw, actually saw, believed in because they saw him. So, and and I'm going to read again up here in, uh, let's go back to, let's see. Nicodemus answered and said to him, this is uh, verse nine. How can these things be? Jesus answered and said to him, are you the teacher of Israel and do not know these things? Most assuredly, I say to you, we speak what we know and testify what we have seen and you do not receive our witness. So people will testify of what they have seen and and people will will still not uh, believe them. So it is all about believing in what you cannot see, because uh, like I said, Christ has long ascended into heaven. So therefore, we have to believe in Christ without actually having him sitting directly down here in front of our face. But however the case, let's move along from that about being saved and knowing that you are saved. It's it's basically as simple as. Confessing Jesus as your Lord and Savior, receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and you are reborn. You have to be reborn in Christ Jesus. You have to get reborn. You have to get bathed in the Spirit so that all your sins are washed clean and everything. Okay? So he who believes in him is not condemned. Once you believe in Christ Jesus, you're not condemned. But if you don't believe in Jesus, then you are condemned. Okay? It says he who does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. So the only way you can think be like, okay, well, I don't think I'm saved. Well, you're not saved if you don't believe in God's only son. 
If you're not worshiping God's only son or believing God's only son or living your life for Christ Jesus and his uh, truths and things like that, that he has put forth um, in his own words in the text of the Bible, then definitely, which, and then, and let me explain that in his words, which is the word of God, because Jesus is the word of God. So there you go. So if you're not following that, then you're not saved. If you don't believe in that, you are not saved. There's no way you cannot believe in God's son and be saved. If I'm breaking this down and unpacking it good enough. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. But see those who, but, but he who does the truth comes to the light. That his deeds may be clearly seen that they have been done in God. So clearly anybody that's saved is actually living out their life in Christ. They are doing the deeds and the good works of the Lord. And that will be seen and blessed by God. Most of the time, people who are unsaved, they like to hide behind things that they have done. They like to hide the truth. And as you've heard the old saying say, that person got a lot of skeletons in their closet. So there you go. So that would help you know, you know, uh, too, when someone's not saved, they got a lot of skeletons in their closet. And, you know, they they kind of lie a lot and they kind of, you know, keep a lot of secrets. Well, only people who are unsaved, you know, um, uh, kind of hide and lie and sneak and try to keep things under wraps and in closed courts. You know, a person who is doing the deeds and the will of God, they have nothing to hide. They're going to let that shine and let that show forth. You know, if I'm, if I'm making any sense. So yeah, I just wanted to read, um, you know, and kind of break that down. John chapter three, verse three, all the way to verse 21. Because a lot of people um, like, well, you know, how do you know you're saved? Let's go to uh, verse 16 really quickly. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Saved, saved. That's how you know that you are saved. That answers your question right there. That whosoever believes in him, his son, shall have everlasting life and not be condemned. Because Jesus did not come to condemn the world. He came to save the world. So you are entitled to be saved. Don't ever let anybody tell you you can't be saved. That you've done so much wrong in your life. That God won't accept you or Christ won't accept you. It is false, 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 false goes against everything that the Bible says because again there is nothing you can do that is so wrong or so horrible that Christ will not allow you to be saved because it says right here in scripture John uh, chapter 3 verse 17 for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved so he's not going to condemn you or put you away from him he is going to freely accept you in if you decide to turn from your evil wicked ways or your selfish ways or your carnal ways your worldly fleshly ways or if you turn from living for the world and for the things that you know is not right and you accept his son as your Lord and Savior. There's nothing big you have to do. You don't have to do any cartwheels. You don't have to have a certain hairstyle. You don't have to be a certain age, a certain race, a certain height, a certain weight to be saved. All you have to do is say, I accept you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. I confess that I am a sinner and I'm ready for my sins to be forgiven. And then after that, get you a, get into your church, find you a church home. 
find you a support system, Christian support system, and get get baptized. Get baptized so that you can see receive the spirit of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongue, tongues and be able to really proclaim the name of Christ Jesus and lead others to Christ after that. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I really believe I have something special to share with the world. And Anchor is helping me do that. And I love how easy to use their podcasting tools are. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to Anchor FM Start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's Anchor FM Start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Today, I would like to go to my prayer manual. And I had said that I was going to be going to my prayer manual more often uh, because it it just seems like, uh, you know, with the kind of times that we're living in, I've heard so much on the news and there's been so many different tragedies and world disasters happening. I really feel like this is the time to, to really get into deep intercessing prayer and to be rebuking and binding spirits of evil and casting out negativity. So, um, yeah, going to go to the prayer manual today, my famous prayer manual. You all know it. And I would like to uh, do some affirmations, affirmations, things you can speak over your life positive on a daily basis. So listen with me or repeat after me. Make sure you, um, I guess, uh, download this episode so that you would be able to play this back even not um, if it's more helpful for you to just listen to the affirmations versus speaking them on your own. You can write it down, however, whatever you want to do. But get these affirmations into you, into your life to cover you daily. I declare God the battle is already won. God is removing the enemy. I declare that God will take care of the enemy that has come against what God has ordained for me. I declare that my God is preserving me for what he has ordained for me. I declare that we have won the victory. I believe God has sent his word and it will not return void. I declare that God has finally anointed us to do his will. I declare that God has given us divine healing and divine life. I expect the victory 
that Jesus has won the victory for us on the cross. God's favor and blessings are on me today. I expect God's mercy and grace on me today. I expect God's favor on me today. I expect God to extend my life to the next rapture. I declare that God is going to give me supernatural increase till the next rapture. I will live and not die, but declare the works of the Lord. I declare that God's favor is on me, that he has given me his strength, wisdom, blessings, and peace. I expect God's blessings in my life today. I believe God has given me his abundant life. A declaration outside of the will of God is considered as witchcraft. Declarations only work if we are in right standing with the Lord and living our lives as God has called us to live them and accepting and confessing Jesus as our Lord and Savior. there people marlena g here with your biblical word definitions for the day have you ever uh heard a pastor or preacher say a word or preach or teach a word or maybe even an evangelist or your grandparents or your parents speak something or say something out of the bible and it and it contained words that you just simply didn't understand and you went what does that mean Okay, well, I have a couple of words here, well, a few words here to help you out with your biblical vocabulary. Alter, a raised structure on which sacrifices to God are made. Hmm, atonement, the act of making amends for sin or wrongdoing. Baptism, a sacrament signifying spiritual cleansing and rebirth, usually the rebirth in Christ. Betrothed, pledged to be married. Disciple, one who believes and helps spread the doctrine of another. Usually the doctrine of Jesus Christ. Gluttony, Habitual eating to excess, overeating. Idolatry, the worship of objects or images as false gods. Those are our biblical words and their definitions for today. Have any words that you would like for me to get the meaning to that you came across in the Bible? Please leave me a message on my message board. Always post it to my Facebook page in the about section. M. Gardner, never forsaken. Look forward to hearing from you. It is now time for our good deeds around the world today. Highlighting engineers without borders. EWB. Engineers Without Borders is fighting poverty in developing countries by providing real-world engineering solutions. 
to tough problems all over the world, whether that be through increasing access to clean drinking water in rural communities or building roads and dams. EWB is committed to community-driven development by working alongside community members. And that is our good deeds around the world today. Know anybody that's making a difference around the world or helping the needy or helping people in disastrous uh, life crisis or situations? Leave me a message on my message board, always posted to my Facebook page, M. Gardner Never Forsaken, in the About section. I look forward to hearing from you. It is now time for the inspiration of the day, provided by Life Church on the Open Network. Pause P. 
beautiful, music dull From all my unruly notes, the distance is distant, it's moving close Now I see, erase the scales from my eyes, then play the scale of my life Chaos played off with a chord and a chord with a source prevented through strifing I've tasted suffering, I've been embraced by the painful buffering I've been bound by doubt so loud right now, but a melody is made when you play these rusty keys So we all gotta get pressed, tuned up like instruments, but I know all of life's deeper with sad whenever we remember this the time that we have for the show today and until next time may God pour out his blessings on you until we meet again